And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. That we can, and so help us God, we will make America great again. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the No Gimmicks Podcast. I'm your humble host, as always, Brady Leonard. Hopefully, you guys are having a terrific week. Uh, great show for you today. I was joined by Mike Gibbons. Uh, Mike is a, a candidate for the U.S. Senate here in my home state of Ohio. Uh, it was a good time talking to Mike. I think you guys will enjoy it. Um, I, full uh, disclosure here, I, I have endorsed Mike. He is my dog in this fight. Um, so I'm not objective in this race. I, I do want him to win this primary on May 3rd. I want Ohio Republicans to get out and vote for him. Um, so just full disclosure there. Um, before I get to Mike, guys, if you haven't already, please follow us on Twitter at NoGimmicksPod. Please subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to subscribe. Uh, if you are an Apple user, please take a few seconds to give us a five-star rating and a good review. I'd really appreciate that. And if you like the show and want to get involved, you can support us monthly over on Patreon, patreon.com slash the No Gimmicks Podcast. All right. Without further ado, the great Mike Gibbons. All right, guys, we're here with Mike Gibbons, Republican candidate for the U.S. Senate here in Ohio. Uh, Mike, thanks for taking the time today, man. How's the campaign trail treating you so far? Well, it's pretty grueling, but I uh, kind of uh, enjoy it. I've been traveling all over the state and uh, meet a lot of great people, and it seems to be working. So, Yeah, absolutely. Can't beat that. Um, so there's a lot of Ohioans listening who have gotten to know you over the last several months, but for... Uh, for the Ohio voters who don't know much about you or the, the audience nationwide who might not know anything about you but are watching this primary closely, um, just real briefly, you know, who is Mike Gibbons? Uh, tell us a little bit about your background. And also, um, what made you want to get into this race? You know, you're a successful guy. You've had a great career. Um, you could be out on the lake catching walleye right now. That's, that's, that's what I'd be doing in your position. But what, what pushed you into uh, getting into the game? Well, you know, I, I grew up in a family— uh, that was uh, not particularly financially successful. Uh, my dad was my parent. I had great parents. Uh, and I think I attribute uh, whatever success I've had to, to how they raised me. And they were great people. But my dad was a high school teacher and a wrestling coach. And, uh, you know, we were kind of always just uh, one auto repair bill away from uh, not being able to make the mortgage payment. And uh, I decided to change that. And uh, our family's kind of in the concrete business. My grandfather, my dad, uh, uh, his his second job when uh, as as I was growing up and, and, and as as I had left the house was waterproofing houses. And frankly, I worked for a concrete construction company all through college. I thought that's where I'd end up, but I ended up in the field of investment banking. So I uh, about thirty years ago, I started a investment banking firm with. Uh, a desk and a phone in Cleveland, Ohio, and and it's grown to be one of the larger middle market investment banks in the nation. And I've been very blessed. I I get very upset when people tell me that they believe the American dream is dead because I'm a walking, talking example of, of, of somebody that, uh, that did achieve the American dream. And I still believe it's available. Anybody that wants to work hard enough. Yeah, uh, absolutely. You know, I... It, my entry into politics, uh, and I, I, you know, I've always supported candidates that uh, that I believed in, 
and sometimes I made mistakes. Um, and uh, but I was never really involved until actually until the, Donald Trump came rolling around. But it wasn't Donald Trump as it was kind of my one of my son, my sons. I have five kids and uh, two girls, three boys. And, and one of my sons, my second youngest son, uh, uh Graduated from Georgia Tech with a degree in aerospace engineering and joined the Navy as now a Navy pilot. And my wife and I went and visited him in Pensacola while he was training. And uh, I was so proud of him I could burst. But uh, my family was never in the military. And and, and this kid decided he wanted to defend our country. And when I walked out of there, I said, you know, my son's going to now be risking his life every day for this country. And look where we've we've come from, uh, Diane. We you know we've uh, we started with nothing, and and look where we are now. And it's because we live in this great country. And I see, I've seen people attacking this country. Uh, you know, we, you know what we've gone through the last few years uh, with with a party that uh, that wants to radically transform this nation, uh, and and it upsets me, frankly. I I get very uh, you know, I, I guess I, I got tired of throwing things at my television set and my kids are all off the payroll now. And, uh, my business is in a shape where I could leave it to my partners to run it. And I wouldn't be letting them down by, by doing this. And I thought it was time for me to give back to this country. I, I don't like the kind of, uh, you know, I, I believe that Republicans need to start countering the arguments of the left. I believe that we we can't let them continue to present a, a false narrative to this country every time they get a chance and not be responded to. And uh, I intend to do that. Uh, you know, I believe in that this is the greatest country in the history of the world. Our governing document constitution is the greatest governing document in the history of the world. And uh, and I think that our freedoms are important to protect. And and uh, I'm going to Washington to do just that. I I'm not interested in a new career. Uh, I, I'm, I think one of our problems is career politicians and parties insider party insiders. And and right. uh, and I don't want. I'm not going to become part of the Washington swamp. I don't care about getting canceled. Uh, you know I, I've. I, I really don't care about making friends in Washington. I'm going there to uh, to make sure that we restore American values. And, you know, wouldn't it be great if we actually kid, taught our kids patriotism again? Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. Um, a Fox News poll this week has you in the lead in the Republican primary, has you two points up over Josh Mandel. An Emerson poll from last week uh, has you up seven points. Um, yeah. your campaign is gaining steam right now. And how, how is a, a political outsider with, with relatively low name recognition, even in the state, um, ahead of these better known candidates who are backed by quite a bit of out of state money? Well, I think, uh, people are listening to our message and, and they're believing it. Uh, you know, I, I've often told, uh, everybody that I've never said something that isn't absolutely the truth, absolutely my belief when I, when I'm giving speeches. And, and I think people believe that that's exactly what I'm doing. Um, you know, the other, the other people I'm running against are politicians and, uh, or celebrities of some kind. And, uh, I don't think they believe them as much as they believe me. I don't think the voters do. And, and I think we're seeing that we think we're quite a bit further ahead than those polls indicate. 
And uh, we've, we're executing a, a campaign strategy and, and we're a little ahead of our, where we thought we'd be. So uh, we're, we're pretty pleased with the way things are going. Yeah, I mean, that's that's obviously great news. Um, looking further into the, the Fox News poll from, I believe it was Monday, it came out. Um, 56% of Ohioans viewed economic issues, whether it's inflation, uh, the national debt, rising prices, etc., as their top issue. And that's mm-hmm. what you've been talking about on the campaign trail regularly. Um, your primary opponents, they, they seem to have fallen into a trap that a lot of what we've seen a lot from politicians on both sides of the aisle. Um, and that is, they seem to be campaigning for the support of their Twitter followers, right? <laughs> right? Or the, the national, you know, populist or conservative Republican base online, you know. And they're right. not actually trying to earn the votes of, of real Ohioans. You know, you see J.D. Vance, um, when he gives a speech, it's all, we need to break up Amazon. We need to fight big right. tech. And it's, it's not that I don't care about those issues, that they aren't important, but Ohioans are paying four bucks a gallon. And, you know, you see Josh Mandel, he... It almost seems like he's running to to take Donald Trump to prom, right? <laughs> it's, it's very bizarre. It's all this the Trumpy populist culture war stuff. And like right. I said, not that I, I mean, I voted for Trump twice. You you worked on his his 2016 campaign, and neither one of us are anti-Trump. But it's like, and not that those issues aren't important. But like I said, Ohio, you know, I just filled up the tank for for 409 a gallon yesterday. The shelves at Kroger's are empty, and it seems to me like you're the only candidate in this race who's focused on the issues that affect every Ohio family. Well, you know, I, I grew up in a family where uh, gas prices matter. Uh, I understand uh, how it af- affects families and businesses all across the state. Um, you know, and in, in unlike the other candidates, I was actually trained as an economist. I studied economics in undergrad, graduate school, taught economics at the graduate school level. And, and Brady, you can take the books I used and throw them out the window because we're in uncharted territory right here. Right. And we don't have enough senators. Um, not just from Ohio, but just senators, period, that understand economics. And, uh, you know, the staffers that are out there proposing various legislation to uh, uh, or, or telling their their senators what legislation they sh- should pass are not being questioned enough. Uh, we need to have people, and I think business people are certainly uh, uh, we, we need more business people in the Senate, but a, a business person it's an investment banker that was trained as an economist that knows that virtually everything the Democrat Party uh, says is a false narrative, uh, particularly on economics. You know, the, the idea that Build Back Better would not be inflationary is absurd. And oh. but we don't have anybody with enough uh, background knowledge, expertise to, to actually counter that. I think I, I would like to provide that expertise. I you know, I, I think that our founders intended uh, for, for people that went to Congress and went to the Senate to take the expertise and experience they have in private life and apply it to the problems of the government. And we just have a lot of people that know how to win elections in, 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 in Washington. And uh, I'm going to have to win one election here, but, uh, but that's not going to be the skills I'm taking to Washington. The skills I'm taking to Washington are the ones I've used my whole life. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I don't even know if the audience understands how right you are when you said that <laughs> there aren't enough senators that understand economics. I heard a, uh, a another political commentator talking on his podcast recently, and he said that uh, he, he did a panel on Fox News several months ago, and, and on the panel was a member of Congress. I'm not going to call the, the guy out by name, but um, this member of Congress, they were just chatting in the in the green room before the, the panel, and uh, 
this member of Congress had no idea that the United States uh, uh, has not been on the gold standard since the 1970s. <laughs> this member of Congress actually thought that the U.S. dollar was was on the gold standard still. So economic no, we, illiteracy is is rampant in Washington D.C. right it now. It really is. It really is. And uh, that's in fact, I you know, Steve Moore and I have become good friends, and uh, he keeps saying, you know, you're you're unusual, Mike. So it's uh, it's good to see that. Uh, that you're interested in doing this. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I, I think that I could help or I wouldn't be doing it. And it's, as I said, it's not about a new career. It's not about, you know, trying to go, go to Washington and get wealthy as so many of these guys do. Uh, I can't be bought. I, you know, I've already lived my American dream and, uh, and nobody can take that away from me. Absolutely. So a, a big issue in the, in the next several years, um, uh, a major issue that we're going to be fighting tooth and nail over will be the fight over domestic energy production. I mean, the Democrats are determined um, to destroy American energy independence. They are seem to be laser focused on making us dependent on quite literally some of the world's worst people. I mean, Joe Biden set, uh, uh, sent a delegation to Venezuela this week to beg Maduro, a, a murderous autocrat for more oil. Um, he begged the Saudis for more oil, but the Saudis actually declined. Um, and now they're, they're actually talking about buying oil from Iran now. Um, so, and when we're literally standing on the solution, <laughs> we are right below our feet is the solution uh, that can bring gas down to two bucks a gallon. Um, the Keystone XL pipeline alone would have provided somewhere between 850 and 900,000 barrels a day. That's more than we ever bought from Russia. You have Alaska's governor, um, Dunleavy, begging the, the White House to let him drill on federal land. I mean, energy independence, as we're finding out, isn't just good economics, but it, it's, it's a national security issue as well. What is your thought on, on the energy debate? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you can see the effect of, of Biden administration's energy policy. And, and I mean, Joe Biden's um, foregoing energy independence, you know, very, very possibly could have started World War Three. Yeah. We allowed Putin to get uh, the, the kind of leverage on us that, uh, uh, that that he's right now using in in the Ukraine. I mean, you've seen Europe be very reticent to uh to, to, to give up Russian oil. And in fact, the last I heard, they're, they're willing to do it by the end of the year. Um, the, the United States could, could be filling that gap. And, you know, I, I, it's astounding how absolutely stupid most of the decisions of the Democrat Party and the Biden administration are. And, uh, and you know, and a, a lot of people say, well, you know, he, and Biden's been, uh, Biden's been saying, you know, it's Russia that created the problem, not uh, not me. He created the problem. You know, when you when you bring people in and propose them for jobs in his administration that have written papers and 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 and, and actually say they want to destroy the fossil fuel industry uh, because they're these ideologues that uh, that believe that we should go back to the Stone Age because of our carbon footprint. It's absurd in light of what's going on in the rest of the world. It's absurd in light of, of, of what it actually does to our, our national security. Um, I, I, I can't tell you how hard I'd fight to, to change that. We need to change the administration in Washington. That's what it comes down to. But I think a red wave in both houses, um, we could do an awful lot to, to uh, stop Biden's inadequacy. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. Um... And one last question, and I ask every Republican candidate this. Um, 
Mike, you, you coach football, so I'll use a, a football analogy for you. Um, the Republican Party for decades has been perfectly content to play prevent defense in the fourth quarter, right? <laughs> right? And and lo and behold, uh, it, it, they end up losing uh, on almost every issue. It just it doesn't work. It doesn't work on the football field. doesn't work in politics, certainly. And, you know, the, the William F. Buckley definition of conservatism as, as standing athwart history yelling stop, um, at least in my opinion, that's been a complete failure. Um, yeah. the, the conservative movement has conserved what exactly over the last several decades? You know, they've, they've never been able to stop the predations of, of the radical left. Um, we need leaders who are willing to stick their neck out there and go on offense, um, you know, instead of fighting to preserve our God-given liberties, fight to expand them, right? You know, we need right. senators who, I mean, it's great that a lot of Republicans fight to uh, preserve gun rights, for instance. How about fight to expand gun rights? You know, right. actually, maybe you know, introduce legislation that can meaningly fight the abortion-obsessed left, right? You, you know, we need people who will actually fight, like like Rand Paul, who endorsed you, uh, to reduce spending and balance the budget. Um, a lot of guys talk big. You saw it with the Tea Party. There was a lot of a lot of guys talking the talk. Um, not a lot of guys got to Washington and walked the walk. So, um, are you a guy that we can count on in Washington D.C. to stick your neck out there? Um, you know. And, and go on the offensive, not just play defense every step of the way. It's my game plan. It's why I'm going to Washington. I'm not doing this. You know, I, I've got grandkids now. Uh, I'd like to spend more time with them. You know, they they are all supportive of me. Uh, and, they, and some of them are young enough where they don't know. They're just not going to see grandpa as much as they did before. And I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful I can do that. But, you know, polit, pol, uh, politicians get to Washington and the first thing they think of is how do I get reelected? Right. Um, and and I can tell you I will never do anything with regard to reelection. I am there to represent exactly what I have been campaigning for, and that is to restore American values. I am adamant about it. I will be unrelenting. Um, and I, as I said, I will never do anything that that some lobbyist or or, or Mitch McConnell says, you know, Mike, uh, we're not going to support you in the next uh, campaign if you don't vote with us on this. If that vote isn't absolutely in line with my principles, I will not support anybody. Um, I will campaign against sitting U.S. senators that do not reflect the American values that I believe the Republican Party should make uh, should make their rules of uh, rules of the road, and and we do not want Republicans uh, that don't believe in traditional American values, because that is how this country became the greatest country in the history of the world. It's it wasn't by by some accident, and yeah, uh, and, and we've rejected that. I and mean, we have a lot of politicians that get there and just go along to get along. You will not see that from me. Absolutely. I mean, that's that's music to my ears. And, you know, I uh, I look forward to to holding you accountable for the, for that once, will, once, you, once you get to Washington. I want to be held accountable. Absolutely. Uh, and I and I will communicate with our voters and I'll tell them exactly what's happening. I don't think enough people know what's going on in the in the crazy things that uh, that our Congress is considering on a daily basis. I'm going to make sure they're aware of it. I'm going to Tell them exactly where I stand because I'm going to fight every single effort to transform this country. Absolutely. Thanks for taking the time, Mike. I really appreciate it. Hopefully, we can. Uh, hopefully, uh, you win this primary on May 3rd, and 
Uh, we can have you back on, uh, you know, closer to the general. Um, best of luck on, on May 3rd is, is the primary day. You have my vote. Um, yep. Everybody follow Mike on Twitter at MikeGibbonsOH. Uh, everybody check out GibbonsForOhio.com to find out how you can get involved. Uh, that's all I got for today. I'm Brady Leonard. I'll be back on Monday. No gimmicks. Thanks. Thanks.